This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. That's the opposite of what the saying is. Divided. We are not enough. World needs Superman. I made him a promise. Why I brought you together. Right ain't over yet. My man. That's your... Oh, shit, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Yeah, that's, that's what that means. It's so cool. The Punisher, a firearm-wielding vigilante, was pulled from New York Comic Con by Marvel and Netflix, something Steve Harsh, who's been attending for years, understands. I do kind of agree with that out of respect for the victims and for the situation. But another attendee, Leo Lawrence, says the Punisher didn't cause the Vegas shooting. That's only punishing the, the fans, and it's only letting the idiot that did it win. Punisher or not, security here is tight with the NYPD's heavily armed anti-terrorism unit standing guard. At the Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan, I'm Julie Walker. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today, we've got a super special guest for you. We're joined by the beautiful songstress, Maggie Slider. Maggie, how's it going? I'm, I'm doing really well. How are you? Hey, doing well, doing well. I can't complain at all. Happy uh, New Music Friday to you. 
Oh, I know, right? I'm so glad it's Friday. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's been a heck of a week, and it's just uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Oh, yeah, me too. No, always. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any plans? Um, Luckily, I am just taking a break this weekend. Um, I just finished finals, actually, so I'm happy to take a nice break and decompress and play some music, write some songs, all that good stuff. Right on, right on. Speaking of songs, I want to talk about your new EP, um, Tinted Glasses. Um, I had a chance to listen to it, and I'm just so amazed by the work that you've done. Tell me Thank you. Bit. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm super excited to, to dig into this and to kind of pick your brain. Um, tell me, what was it like for you, you know, recording this EP? What went into it? Um, okay, so it was one of the best weeks of my life, honestly. Um, I got to work on it for a week with Ryan Dawson of All Time Low. Um, and they, I know, and they're a band that's inspired me since middle school. So having him produce these songs and actually play drums on the record was the coolest experience. Um, so I love the recording process. Um, the recording process was really quick, but I wrote all of the songs last winter. I was really inspired last winter at that time and felt really creative. Um, and so I'm really proud of the songs now, and I'm so happy with how they turned out. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell me um, about the song single, 695 North Ave Avenue. Um, it's so catchy. Um, it's kind of one of those songs that um i call it the song of the fall the single of the fall, because it's like i mean it just really resonates um from the first chord from the first vocal tell me a little bit about the single what's what's the story behind the song yeah of course so uh 695 north avenue is the address of the masquerade uh which is a venue in atlanta and so it's a historic venue um, and it just moved to a different location um, in underground Atlanta, the closer downtown. But so I practically grew up at this music venue, um, and I went to so many shows, seeing my favorite bands, and then I got to play on those stages as well. Um, so it's really my musical home. And so I wanted to write a song about the venue and about the people who have really given me a chance in the Atlanta music scene because they've done so much to help me as an artist, you know, grow and develop. So I want to write a song for them, and it's all about my memories there with my friends, you know, singing Mayday Parade songs and watching state champs and all of that good stuff. And it's about, you know, how far they've come and, you know, how far I've come as an artist because of them. I love it. I love it. Um, I want to ask you, um, you know, speaking of your artistry and just, um, who you are as a person, who would you say that really kind of helped to foster your growth um, as a musician and just as a, as a person in general? Um, are you talking like artists and bands or someone kind of closer in my life? Um, well, I'd love, I guess, kind of both. I mean, was there somebody, yeah. was it like a parent or an honor or uncle, somebody like that, that just kind of put put the love of music in you? Yeah, of course. Um, my parents have always been super supportive, and it's funny because they're not musicians. Um, and so they were really, like, surprised when I kind of fell in love with music. I tell everyone, like, I remember when I was four, I would sing Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield in my little karaoke machine. Ah. Um, 
Yeah, and that was one of the first songs that, like, I loved, and, like, my mom introduced me to Bon Jovi, and we would sing it in the car on the way to, like, preschool and stuff. Um, So they really were so supportive in, you know, giving me guitar lessons, and I did a lot of musical theater when I was younger, and I still love musical theater, and that helped um, me with my love of music as well and learning how to sing and whatnot. So I'd say my parents definitely, and then uh, my musical theater teacher, uh, Miss Barbara, um, she really inspired me to perform and and taught me how to sing and, you know, got me on stage for the first time. And so I don't know where I would be without them. Man, that's what's up. That is awesome. That is awesome. Um, tell me about uh, some bands or some uh, fellow musicians or uh, singer-songwriters that you gravitate towards that kind of have kind of helped to mold and to shape your sound? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, All Time Low is a huge one. Um, I've been listening to them forever. Um, I love State Champs. Uh, they're, they're fantastic, and they've given me a lot of opportunities as well. Um, I got to sing with them, actually, at 695 North Avenue, uh, which was really, really fun. It was like a sold-out show, and they invited me to sing one of their songs with them. Um, so they really helped. Growing up, I loved and still love, uh, like, the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato, <laughs> where I yeah. know they're timeless. <laughs> yeah. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I grew up uh, with all of the Disney, like, pop rock stuff, and I'm a huge fan of, you know, 2000s rock and pop punk and especially like female fronted bands and stuff like Paramore and Demi Lovato and all of those people. So I'm inspired by a lot of different things, but um, right now I'm really into the pop punk kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I am digging this EP and I know that you, you put your heart and your soul into it. Um, and um it's um, you know, it's something that is just amazing. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I uh, I'm just in awe because um, you know, I don't I I don't know how to sing. I'm not a I'm not a singer at all. I'm sure you um, could. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> um, but it's it's something to hear. Um, I feel like when when a person when they write a song and then they sing it, I feel like we're getting a little bit of an insight into their, their thoughts, their emotions, their, their mind. And I yeah. feel like a, a little piece of that person is on, you know, each and every one of their albums. And so um, I don't know why, but this, this EP really resonates with me. And it um, it's just, I don't know. It's like a breath of fresh air. And Thank I just, you. yeah, you're welcome. Um, I wanted to know, um, you know, because I know this is, um, you know, due out in 2018. Um, are you, sounds like a weird question, but are you pleased with the, the final pro- the product, everything that's, did you set out to, did you accomplish everything that you set out to do? Oh, yeah, for sure. And always, like, my main goal is to be genuine with writing the songs and, you know, recording the songs. And I think that Ryan especially really helped bring them to life. Um, when he sent me 695 North Avenue for the first time, I just started crying. Um, yes. Happy tears, luckily. Um, but because it meant so much to me, and I feel like they really are genuine in, 
you know, show different sides of me, and I hope that, you know, they inspire other people as well. So it means a lot to hear that it resonated with you. But, yeah, I, I am super happy with the finished product, and I can't wait to put it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you, what would you say has been, I guess, or what was the, um, the I guess, the highlight um, or the most memorable thing that you um, would have, would say, you know, came from, you know, working on this album in the studio? Because I know, like, studio time, it can be quite arduous, you know what I mean? A lot of times it's it's um, it's it's hard work, you know what I mean? It's not, you oh, know, yeah. not in there, you know, <laughs> it's hard work to say the least. Um, was there, I guess, a moment that just made it all worth it for you, all the hard work? Oh, yeah, for sure. And first off, it took a lot of coffee. <laughs> to get through all that studio time. So that was a great part of it. Um, but, yeah, something I remember um, that really meant a lot to me, I finished singing um, all four of the songs. I tracked all the vocals, and I went into the mixing room, and Ryan was um, at his desk, like, working on the mix and everything, and he got up from his desk, and he just hugged me. And he told me, he's like, I, I think you have potential. I'm really happy that I get to work on this with you. And so to me, that just meant so much. And, you know, it really feels good to have people you look up to as artists, you know, tell you that they like your work and, and they're really excited about it. So that was a big moment for me. And I couldn't stop smiling the entire time I was in the studio um, but, yeah, and also the amount of possibilities when you're recording, it's so amazing and so worth it. And Ryan's um, resources are incredible. Uh, we really got to take our time and choose the right tones and the right instruments and arrangements for each song. And so that was really exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Um What's what's on the horizon for you? Because I know that you've got, um, you know, you've got this EP coming out very, very, very soon. Um, can you tell us about any shows or any anything coming up? Yeah, for sure. So I have some shows uh, for the beginning of next year, and I haven't been announced yet, but I have some stuff going on January and February. And then next Saturday, actually, I'm having an Atlanta headlining show. Um, at the Masquerade, and it's kind of an early celebration of the EP. So I'm going to be playing the songs off the new EP and then some of my older songs just for all of my friends and people who come out to my shows. And I have some great local bands on the bill with me as well. So it's just going to be a big kind of early party to celebrate all of the new music. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then I'm just trying to write more songs. I'm really inspired in the winter uh, for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, um, okay. So I'm I'm definitely going to write some more material. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, the winter, I mean, it doesn't have to be as depressing. I know, like, some people are just like, oh, it's so depressing. Uh, personally, my favorite uh, my favorite um, time of year is the fall. Uh, but winter's nice, too. You know what I mean? You get a break from the harsh heat. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's a time to hibernate. Right, exactly. You got Christmas. You got the yeah. holidays. You got, you know, 
peppermint mochas. It's all good. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a man. I'm an eggnog man myself. Oh, eggnog's great too. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I already got the um, the stretch pants ready for Thanksgiving. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I I am so happy now. Now I'm on a break, so I just get to relax and see family and friends and all that good stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Maggie, when you think about the subject of legacy and just looking at your music and, you know, I, I can tell that you're doing this, um, you're you're wanting this to be a part of your lifestyle and this is something that you want to do long term. Um, so with that in mind, when you think of this question, the subject of legacy, um, what is the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from your music when they hear it from for the very first time? Um, I I always say that my goal um, is that I want people to just feel happy and I want people to feel inspired to do what they love. Um, that's a big thing for me because um, obviously I'm a very creative person and I don't know what I would do without music or without really the arts in general. Um, so I'm always hoping that you know, people who go to my shows and people who download my songs, um, that something resonates within them to do what they love. And also to, you know, stay strong. And especially as a female artist, I want to, you know, give a shout-out to girl power and female <laughs> empowerment, and especially in these times and everything that's going on. I think it's important that we stick together. I love it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, women have endured so much, you know, and there's, there's a lot that, you know, as a man, it's like, you know, we're privileged, you know, I'm privileged to, you know, I guess to not really to know what it is that you go through, you know, um, that, that sounds bad, but it's like, there's a male privilege, you know, and it's like, you know, there's so much that women go through that men don't know. And I think, when you put that in perspective as a, as a man, somebody of the opposite sex, it really just shows you that, you know, we as men, we have to open our eyes to what's going on in the world and just be better examples and to, you know, to try to, you know, look out for, for women and to, to be fair, you know what I mean? Because right. there's so, so much, so many hurdles that my mother, your mother, even you have gone through. And so, when I think about all of that, it just, um, it really just says a lot. And um, it's it's brave of you to, to, to do that. Yeah, of course. And, you know, especially in the music scene, you know, there aren't a lot of women in the rock scene, but I am trying uh -huh. to change that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, Maggie, this has been uh, awesome talking to you. And I'm all out of questions, but I did want to open the floor to you if there's Anything you'd like to say to our listening audience? Yeah, just thank you for listening. Uh, check out uh, the music that I have out right now. I have a new single out already, 695 North Avenue, and everything's under my name, Maggie Schneider. But thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. You're welcome, Maggie. It was, it was an honor, and I'm super excited to see, um, you know, what other new things are on the horizon for you because I know that this is just the beginning of, like, something that's going to be incredible. So. Thank you for allowing allowing me to to be one of the first to to get in on the on the journey with you. So. 
Of course. You're awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Maggie. Of course. Thank you. You're welcome. Guys, that was singer-songwriter Maggie Snyder. Uh, you can check out uh, the links to her uh, social media. We'll put them in the body of this post. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We're also on your iOS device. If you've got an Apple product of any kind, you can uh, listen to this show by going to the uh, iTunes store, uh, search iTunes, search podcast, search for our show name, Redefining the Counterculture. You'll hear this interview with Maggie. Uh, we're also available for Android users. If you've got an Android phone, have no fear. Go to the Google Play Store, search Google Play Music, search for our show name, Redefining the Counterculture. Again, you'll hear this interview with Maggie. And lastly, if you've got a Roku player or a Roku smart television, you can watch us right in the privacy of your own home. We've got over 200 hours of original content, programming, and interviews all free of charge. Uh, from the Roku channel store, just search for our name, Witten Radio. Once you search our name, download our app, and once you download the app, you can begin streaming all free of charge.